I'm David Heitler Clevens. And I'm Rodney Wittenberg. And this is Music for the New Revolution. All right. Hi, Rodney. Hey, David. How are you today? Oh, I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) How are things in your neighborhood? It's a beautiful Uh, day in uh, the neighborhood. Very, very quiet. Very, very quiet. (laughs) So we're we're excited because we're going to be talking about something that is near and dear to both of our hearts today. We're going to be talking about social justice music for children. And both Rodney and I have been involved in working with children for many years. Yes, we have. Yes. I started working with kids. Wow. 1989, uh, 88, I believe it was, when I got my first teaching gig at a school called Project Learn. You know, it's fascinating. I didn't realize that we really started almost at the same time and almost in the same way because I started doing uh, working with, with kids and doing music when I got a teaching job in 1989 at the Friends School in Haverford. Uh, so both at independent, you know, progressive schools. And uh, how did you get into teaching? How did that come about? Uh, I've always had an interest in teaching. And um, I had started giving guitar lessons out of my apartment just to make a little extra money. And um and, and I guess everyone can tell from listening to the podcast, I like to wax philosophical, philosophically. Ugh. I like to wax philosophically, and uh, I, I, I'm interested in a lot of things, and I found that I liked sharing those things with people. So I started um, just teaching, just privately. And um, uh, the the principal who happened to be my my ex girlfriend's mom or my girlfriend's mom at the time uh, needed a music teacher at the school and it was a private school so um, they said yeah why don't you come in and teach our uh, elementary school the the si- fifth and sixth graders and then I said sure and then I went ah. <laughs> how about you yeah. how did you start teaching well I kind of fell into it I I. Like you, I was teaching private music lessons around. Uh, I actually wanted to be um, working in the activist world, but with a music composition degree, only jobs I could find were fundraising, which I'm horrible at and don't enjoy. So, um, you know, like canvassing and stuff. So I kind of, you know, was teaching private music lessons, which I'd been doing since I was in high school, um, you know, just as something to make a living. Uh, and I went to the Friends School Haverford to find out if I could maybe teach some of their students after school. And the principal there, Betty Ann Workman, she said, well, what I really need is a new music teacher because the person we have isn't working out. And I said, well, I, I can't do that. I, I have I have no experience doing that. You know, and uh, But we had a great conversation. And then this strange thing happened where their music teacher got in a car accident over the weekend. This is just like right after this interview. Um, which I didn't know was an interview. And so I got this call at like five in the morning. David, could you come and just be our music teacher for this week? And I felt kind of like Julie Andrews, you know, like terrified with my guitar. You know, she even had a guitar in that scene. Uh, and and going off to do this thing I didn't know how to do. And uh, But what ended up happening was I, I loved it. And I, you know, um, and on the basis of that, they hired me. Uh, and I taught there for five years, <laughs> so or four years, and then I taught another place for a year. But anyway, um, you know, it, it was it very quickly converted what Jenny and I had been doing, which was mostly seeing it for folk music stuff for adults, to almost entirely uh, working with kids. Mm. And uh, and the two reasons for that were that I found at that time in the late '80s, the folk scene was kind of de-emphasizing two of the reasons I was part of it, which was one. Uh, singing along, you know, singing together, because it was more the time of the confessional singer-songwriter, and the idea of sing-alongs was was sort of passe, people thought. And the other thing was social justice, because, again, with that personal approach uh, in the folk world, there was a de-emphasis on politics. And uh, I found that working with kids, those were two things that were actually appreciated. Yeah. For me, you know, I had my band at the time, and this was a way of making a little extra money and teaching and I I said I went ah because I was working with um, it was a, a mixed group and some of them were at what we called back then at risk or um, were which is a polite way of saying that they were 
low income or, or uh, people of color. That was part was challenging. I wasn't prepared for kid working with kids who had uh, who were who had had tr- severe trauma in their background or were just uh, or or violence exposed to violence or abuse and that was eye-opening and it was very very hard and difficult and and I found myself falling in love with it actually the work because I could also see that um, music uh, particularly music had a way of um, a way in and a way of transforming and a way of connecting that other um, the other teachers weren't able to do so mm-hmm. that was one thing for me. The in- other interesting thing was I was already, um, by 87, 88, I was already writing political songs in for my rock band, which was really interesting. Um, and uh, But the school had, it was an elementary school, elementary to middle school, blew my mind, had such an active political social justice um under not under it was it was not i wouldn't call it under but the kids were already activists that's about about Mm -hmm. it but i mean i remember my first protest rally was me backing up the kids not necessarily from my class but the fifth and sixth graders who wanted to go to a tax day rally from project learn and that was really my first political protest where they had this figured out what they wanted to do, and they said, "Hey, Mr. Roddy, could you come and play behind us when we're on the steps of a uh, uh, in front of the post office for the big tax day rally?" I'm like, "Okay, sure." And <laughs> it's like, "Wow, these kids! I wish I was this um, n- knowledgeable and active when I was in fifth and sixth grade. This is amazing." So. Yeah. Um, and uh, so that was kind of uh, it was like both like boom right at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, one thing that I found fairly early on in starting to work with kids is I I I fa- uh, fell upon <laughs> again an, an organization which both of us Rodney and I have have been a part of, which is the Children's Music Network. And um, I actually found them because I went to a gathering as they called them back then as opposed to conference of the people's music network an organization we've talked about quite a bit mm. and uh, at that point cmn the children's music network uh, was still piggybacking on pmn they just mm. did something on friday during the day before the weekend conference uh and eventually evolved to being a, a full organization of its own and have a, a full conference of its own and in fact coming up very soon is a conference that jenny and i are co-chairing of CMN, uh, October 2nd through the 11th, and it's going to all be online. I realize some people will probably hear this after the point when that goes uh, on, but CMN's an ongoing organization, so if your interest is piqued by some of the things that we talk about and play during this this episode and the next one, uh, you it will not be too late for you to get involved in the Children's Music Network if you have anything to do with children and music, whether you're a, a teacher, a performer, a songwriter, a DJ, a librarian, a parent, a grandparent, whatever. It's a big tent organization for anybody involved in that intersection between kids and music. Um, so we're going to really focus especially in this episode on music that will be a big part of this conference coming up. Um, And uh, we've done this in a similar way to our Woody Guthrie special, where we're going to hear from the people whose music that, uh, that we'll, we'll be hearing, you know, they'll, they'll introduce their own songs. So uh, Rodney, why don't we introduce the first few things that we're going to hear. So first we're going to hear Alistair Mook. Uh, He has this great new song, called be a pain and it's a it's it's really cool because it it kind of plays on the fact that kids sometimes like to be a pain and the idea that that's what an activist is and then we'll hear uncle devin walker see yourself in the picture yeah and uncle devin uh devin is is somebody who just was one of the moving uh forces behind a really cool festival the kukuza festival which was to amplify black voices in children's music uh and then we'll hear wendy and db with people are people and then we'll hear baba bomani and fit to be a slave 
I know that sounds like a very odd title, but you'll hear why it's called that. And uh, next, Aaron Nigel Smith with We Are Marching. And this is actually a special exclusive because that song has not been finally mixed and mastered. He sent us an advance copy. Uh, so let's let's get started with those, and then we'll talk a little bit about what comes after that. Hey, this is Alistair Mook. Thanks to David and Rodney for playing my song, Be a Pain. On Music for the New Revolution... This is a, a good time for all of us to be a pain. Uh, it's always it's always a good time, but sometimes are even better than other times, and this is one of the latter. The great John Lewis talked about causing good trouble. That's an inspiration for my my own song. You know, and causing good trouble can be about a lot of things. It can be about fighting for equity for our black and brown brothers and sisters. It can be about fighting for equity and justice for our LGBTQ brothers and sisters and everyone else. It could be about fighting to create awareness for climate change. And young people have such an important role to play in causing that good trouble, whether it's young leaders like Greta Thunberg or Malala Yousafzai or older leaders even old white guys like me, we all have a role to play in being a pain. That's what this song's about, and uh, I hope you enjoy it. If you see something that's wrong, raise your hand and say that's wrong. Point it out and name that thing by its name. Don't stand by and stare If it's wrong, it's your affair Don't be quiet, make a riot Be a pain Be a pain, be a pain Shout about it and complain Ignore the crowd and go against the grain Don't be polite Raise your voice and do what's right Be a pain, be a pain, be a pain When Rosa Parks sat on that bus she chose to make a fuss She chose to break the rules And take the blame Her choice to sit and fight Helped to bring on civil rights Because one strong woman Chose to be a pain Be a pain, be a pain Shout about it and complain If they say you have to move Say I'll remain Don't be polite Raise your voice and do us right be a pain, be a pain, be a pain. Harvey Milky chose to run for the council board and won. Even though folks said you can't because you're gay. One brave LGBTQ elected leader ran and knew you can change things if you choose to be a pain. Be a pain, be a pain, shout about it and complain. Tell them I won't let you make me feel ashamed Don't be polite, raise your voice and do what's right Be a pain, be a pain, be a pain was a king because she was a royal pain. Be a pain, be a pain, shout about it and complain. If they refuse to pay, refuse to play the game. Don't be polite, raise your voice and do what's right. Be a pain, be a pain, be a pain. Kids from Parkland led the fight for something they all knew was right. They said it's time for us to finally make a change. If adults can't compromise, we must go march for our lives. They spoke out and led the charge. They all were pains. Be a pain, be a pain, shout about it and complain. When you're faced with laws you know are just insane. 
be polite, raise your voice and do what's right. Be a pain, be a pain, be a pain. Oh, be a pain, be a pain, shout about it and complain. Ignore the crowd and go against the grain. Don't be polite, raise your voice and do what's right. Be a pain, be a pain. This is Uncle Devin. I'm submitting a song that speaks to the issue of the impact that European colonialism and settler colonialism and neocolonialism is having around the world on indigenous and people of color. And it speaks to uh, encourage those who are the victims of, of this oppression to know that they are a very important part of this history that many times people try to write write them out or us out and uh and this song really helps to encourage those who are the victims to know that they are a very important part of this history and so i'm submitting a song that i wrote on my uh, 2018 be yourself cd and it's called see yourself in the picture by uncle devin i hope you enjoy you know if a teacher took a group picture of everyone in the entire class and then showed the class the picture it's only natural for each student to look for themselves to see how they fit in the picture. Now imagine if the picture was an image of human history. There are those who will try to teach you not to see yourself in that picture, and that's not right. So I want you to put on your magic glasses with me so we can see how each one of us is a very important part of this picture. Yes. 
that are listening to music for a new revolution. We are Wendy and... DB. And we hail from... Chicago. And that makes us... Midwesterners. And Wendy and DB. That's us. (laughs) Uh, We're here to do an introduction to our song that we did off of our album, It's a Do-Die Day. That's right. The name of the song is... The song is People Are People. People Are People? What does that mean? You mean we're all the same on the inside? Yeah, we are. All right. Thanks to David and And Rodney. Rodney. We really appreciate you having us on your show. And please enjoy our song, People People Are are People. People are people. Mic check, one, two, one, two. This is Baba Bomani broadcasting to you from Baba Bomani's basement. The song that I have that social justice music for kids is called Fit to be a Slave. Now, this might be for your third graders and older, but this is the story of how Frederick Douglass learned how to read. If you do not know the story, Frederick Douglass was born into slavery and taught himself how to read and used his reading and writing skills to change America by abolishing slavery. Uh, It's an amazing story. I'm always trying to leave my students with 
with something that they can use beyond the time that they're with me. And so I try to give them this story to inspire them to be their own teachers, to be their own fire, their own spark, to find a way to maximize their own talent and their abilities. And so I give them the story of Frederick Douglass. This is called Fit to be a Slave. Baba Bomani, babacatbars.com. What's the most you've ever gone through to learn? Have I read stolen books under candles that burn? Sounding out the hard words as the pages turn? Trying to stay quiet as your stomach churns? From hunger, have you ever wondered when you were younger if you never taught your letters and your numbers? Could only read when those who guarded you slumber. If you did, you'd be chased by overseers and slave hunters. What if reading was against the law And all your mental capabilities stayed unused and raw No books to read, no pencil and paper to draw Would you hide your eyes from every word that you saw? Young Frederick, he was smart and he was brave Because for him to read was to misbehave Supposed to be illiterate from the cradle to the grave A slave who can read isn't fit to be a slave Young Frederick, he was smart and he was brave Because for him to read was to misbehave Supposed to be illiterate from the cradle to the grave A slave who can read isn't fit to be a slave Young Frederick, he was smart and he was brave Because for him to read was to misbehave Supposed to be illiterate from the cradle to the grave uh, A slave who yeah. can read isn't fit to be a slave Born in 1820s in Hillsborough, Maryland As an African, he was never treated like a man They controlled when he was sleeping, drinking, and eating He saw his relatives sold away and his aunt beaten As a young child separated from his mother Grew up with his master's child, but not like a brother More like a pet, but more than most slaves expect Some things his young master got, young Frederick would get that included lessons like learning the ABCs. He would sit with his young master as he would learn to read. His young master's mother was Frederick's mistress. He learned his letters with her assistance. Frederick soaked it all in like all children. He was curious when her husband found out he was so furious. Told her not to teach him and the reason that he gave. A slave who can read isn't fit to be a slave. Young Frederick, he was smart and he was brave. Because for him to read was to misbehave Supposed to be illiterate from the cradle to the grave A slave who can read isn't fit to be a slave Young Frederick, he was smart and he was brave Because for him to read was to misbehave Supposed to be illiterate from the cradle to the grave A slave who can read isn't fit to be a slave Frederick said at the time that he didn't know what that meant But from that day on, that's how his free time was spent He stole his master's old homework and finished tests With fat white boys in the street who can spell their words the best They'd always beat him, but they didn't think of this Every word they beat him with, he would add it to his list When he was older, Frederick stole so many books He hid them where he slept to stay away from master's looks He learned about freedom and about places far away Yeah, he knew that his slavery was nowhere to stay when he learned to read he also learned to write he knew he couldn't get out of slavery without a fight unless he got a letter from his master he's a prisoner so we learned how to write a pass and forge a signature now we understood his master's reason that he gave a slave who can read isn't fit to be a slave uh young frederick he was smart and he was brave because for him to read was to misbehave supposed to be illiterate from the cradle to the grave a slave who can read isn't fit to be a slave young frederick he was smart and he was brave because for him to read was to misbehave supposed to be illiterate from the cradle to the grave a slave who can read isn't fit to check be a it. slave When Frederick Van confirmed what he knew all along That freedom is for everyone and slavery is wrong His reading and writing game was superhero strong He had so many accomplishments, they need their own songs Before I make those tracks, let me make one observation The key to Frederick's freedom was that he stole his education Didn't have the first through twelve, so we learned it all with stealth Didn't care what master felt, reading gave him knowledge of self So just like Frederick, read at every opportunity And unlike Frederick you got help in your community you The more ideas you have, the more likely you'll succeed you And books can give you all the ideas you need you From the read. dictionary to history, it's necessary uh, Now follow me to read. the library Frederick read. used the skill to make sure his people were saved Because no one in the world is fit to be a slave uh. Young Frederick, he was smart and he was brave 
Because for him to read was to misbehave Supposed to be illiterate from the cradle to the grave A slave who can read isn't fit to be a slave Young Frederick, he was smart and he was brave Because for him to read was to misbehave Supposed to be illiterate from the cradle to the grave A slave who can read isn't fit to be a slave Greetings, Aaron Nigel Smith here. Super excited to be on Music for the New Revolution podcast. Listen up, I got a new tune to share with you all. This one has not been heard by too many people at all. In fact, I'm gonna let you check out the demo version of it, all right? That's how much I love you all. So check it. This is a song called March Together, and it's really celebrating the youth that are out in the streets right now protesting social injustice all around the world. So big up to the youth, and uh, this one's for you. March together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, there's no winner in this fight. Time for us all to unite so we can finally find our way. If you look around, then you can see we're living in two realities. Gonna balance it today. When we march together, we are building the world that we all want to see. Yeah, filled with love and compassion, justice for all, and a place where everyone can feel free. Yeah, uh, can we put our Differences aside, find a way to compromise, learn to be a better friend. So much better when it's we, no stress with you and me. March Together from Aaron Nigel Smith. Lots of variety in uh, children's music. That's what I was thinking too. This children's music's come a long way. Uh, productions are awesome and uh, lots of different styles of music and uh, and powerful messages. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, next is a song that I wrote, and uh, you know, Rodney and I both have a lot of social justice music for kids, as do a lot of these artists. So it's it's not always easy for us to pick, you know. But um, this particular song um, grew out of an experience that uh, I had as a parent. So we took our twin sons uh, to see some performers, and uh, as performers often do, they asked for volunteers, and both of our sons raised their hands, and one of them got picked to come up on stage to try to tell a joke. Uh, and uh, you can guess how the one who didn't get picked felt. And, you know, he said something like, that's not fair, you know, very tearfully. And anyway, so it got me thinking about the issue of fairness uh, and about how there are times like that when I think you kind of just have to recognize that 
you're not always going to get a turn. You're not always going to be first in line. You're not always going to win when you play Scrabble, you know, whatever. Uh, but uh, there are other times when there are true injustices in the world and mm-hmm. we need to stand up and speak out and change things. And, and I was thinking it's difficult for kids and adults to figure out the difference between those two kinds of situations, the times we need to accept, the times we need to, to, to change. And I didn't want to write a song to try to give the answer, even though I do have all the answers, as my wife would tell you, uh, but, uh, and Rodney too. Uh, but <laughs> I wanted to write a song to kind of help us ruminate on this issue of fairness and how difficult it can be to figure those things out. Uh, so I, I was pleased with how this, this came out, and it's a song called That's Not Fair. Uh, so Rodney, what are we going to hear after that? What's the next song that we'll hear? Because we'll we'll stop talking after my after our spiel here. <laughs> well, here uh, Kathy Fink with um, "I Belong to a Family," and then Joni leads with a very appropriate song called "RBG." We're all. Uh, well, at least many of us on this side of the spectrum are uh, mourning the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. So it's very appropriate that we have this uh, tribute to her from Joni Leeds. And then our friends, and we call them our friends because they actually have hosted an episode uh, along with Jenny, uh, Ants on a Log with Air and Space. Oh, all right, which is an album that I actually co-produced with them from an album. I was like, hoping you would say that. that. <laughs> that I co-produced with them. And then a wonderful group, Alphabet Rockers, with Someday. And Marla Lewis with Leap of Faith. And then Sharon Katz, who has also been a live guest in our studio with a new song, The Time is Right. And Leah Morris with A Dedication. My mom took my brother and me to a show. The performers asked for volunteers. I raised my hand, but my brother got picked. I could feel my eyes fill up with tears. I turned to my mom and said, that's not fair. And my mom said what she always says. Life isn't always fair. And you won't always get a turn. You're not the only one. It's just something you'll have to learn. At the break, we went to the concession stand ourselves a drink and a snack then a man cut right in front of us when he really should have been in the back i turned to the man and said that's not fair and he said what my mom always says life isn't always fair and i'm not gonna wait my turn you're not as big as me it's just something you'll have to blankets, beds, and heat. I turned to my mom and said, that's not fair. And she almost said what she always says, but she stopped and said instead, what I can't and I'll learn to tell the difference sometimes when I say that's not fair I have to learn I can't get my way but there are also times when it's really not fair and there are also those who don't get their share we can't pretend that we just don't care when we come across the times when it's really not I'm gonna live my 
Hi, this is Kathy Fink, and I'm so glad that you're playing the song, I Belong to a Family. It's on the album by Kathy Fink and Marcy Marks. They're called Dancing in the Kitchen, Songs for All Families. And, of course, this song really zones in on what is the definition of a family. And once upon a time, many people believed that that definition was, uh, looked very much like Leave it to Beaver on television long ago. The nuclear family of a mom, a dad, a kid, two kids, a couple kids, whatever. Of course, that never really was the definition of the family. And now the great thing is that kids and families feel more free to talk about the various different configurations that they're in. Um, the end of the chorus of this song is the family you're born with, the family you choose, or sometimes the family that chooses you. And the whole purpose of this song is to make every single child feel like they belong, regardless of how unusual or not unusual their family may be. And so we want to celebrate each other and we want to celebrate what's the same and what's different and all of the ways that we can come together with love and respect. And thanks again for playing the song. everyone, my name is Joni Leeds and it is my honor to share with you my song RBG. As many of you know, RBG stands for Ruth Bader Ginsburg and she was one of our Supreme Court Justices who made up a lot of rules for our country and fought for gender equality. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg unfortunately a few days ago passed away and a lot of us are feeling a lot of sadness around this because she was such a fighter for all genders, not just women, although she did really fight for women, which is why when I was thinking about songs to put on my album, All the Ladies, which is an album all about female empowerment and gender equality and lifting each other up, 
Ruth Bader Ginsburg was the obvious choice of somebody that I wanted to bring attention to and talk about her life. When I was writing the lyrics to this song, I wanted to tell the story of her journey, starting from birth, her education, and all the way through to how she became a Supreme Court justice. But really, the song is just the tip of the iceberg, and there is so much more to learn. Her And there are a ton of books that you can read and stories and good old Wikipedia if you want to learn even more about this incredible woman who fought for you and fought for me and fought for everyone in our country. I want to be just like R.B.G. Ruth was born in Brooklyn in 1933. No one could have thought that she'd grow up to be the fiery, clever justice donning the jabot fighting for equality dissenting, saying no it takes a lot of courage to stand and disagree come and meet my idol my favorite supreme I wanna be just like RBG fighting for our rights and shining truth I wanna be just like RBG, glorious, notorious Ruth. Ruffling some feathers while studying the law. Harvard took just nine smart women, 500 men in all. Ginsburg was on fire, twice made the law review. Graduated number one whilst a mother too. An advocate for women, so to bring equality. Choosing words strategically and fluent legally. I wanna be just like RBG, fighting for our rights and shining truth. I wanna be just like RBG, the glorious, notorious Ruth. She never stopped, she never quit. Now from the same mold, but of different complexions. I surely would not be in this room today without the determined efforts of men and women who kept dreams of equal citizenship alive. I want to be just like RBG, fighting for our rights and shining truth. Hi, this is Anya from Ants on a Log. We wrote the song Air and Space to teach kids and adults about the concept of leaving space so that others may speak. Many of us, especially women, have been in the situation of being forced to listen to someone go on and on about a topic we didn't even ask to hear about, or worse, that we might actually know more about than the speaker. Don't be that guy. Don't be an Uncle Steve. Air in Space was part of a larger musical called Curious, Think Outside the Pipeline. It's about two children who mobilize their community to fight against a fossil fuel company. And it's based on a true story from Philadelphia. Check out the organization Philly Thrive. All of their community efforts have paid off, and the oil refinery in South Philadelphia will not be expanding. Here's to cleaner, healthier air for all. This song, as well as the entire musical, is available on iTunes and Amazon under Ants on a Log. Visit antsonalogmusic.com to learn more. Will you just let me speak? I've got things I want to say. I'm listening with all my might, but I can't stay here all day. All day? No, who said anything about all day? Uncle Steve. I was just saying. I can tell, listen, I can tell you're trying to help, but you're not even listening. Oh, yes, I'm a very good listener. I actually had both my ears checked all recently. All right, yes. But listen to my words Ask me if you're telling me What I've already heard 
I feel so supported. That yes, was really... Yes, a woman should feel supported. And let me tell you why. Oh, See, uh, this is how women should I feel. I got things it's that I want to do. Well, no, I got just... places I gotta be. Listen, I have someone I can't to... stay here all day with you. Let me show you Listening how... Listening to you explain all these things that you know to me. Wow. What an adorable song. I got things that I gotta do. I got places I gotta be. I can't stay here all day with you Listening to you explain all these things that you know to me Well, actually, I have a problem with that, too. What? You do? Yes, everyone looks to me like I'm an expert. I'm not an expert. Exactly. They assume that I know things. And they assume I don't know things. Even when I don't. Even when I do. Hmm... Well, all right, yes, thanks, we're singing it loud and clear. Ask her if the things you say she wants to hear. Wait to see how she responds. Leave her air and space. Then decide which words to use and which ones. I'm a man. I may be polite. I speak loud, I speak low. But wondering what you But I don't have the answers. Doesn't keep me up at Do all you want to know. Yeah, wondering what you know. Doesn't keep me up at night. What's up, listeners? This is Caitlin from Alphabet Rockers. Happy to be here with music for the Revolution Podcast. We wanted to share our song Someday from our recently Grammy-nominated album, The Love. And Someday means a lot to us because it's about an intergenerational conversation, an intergenerational body of love and work and dedication. And at this time in our world, folks are looking desperately for answers or for support or for connection. And if we look through history, we will always find those that were doing that before us so that we could thrive today. So if we can send a message to y'all who are listening, don't give up, don't get despair because those who went before us, all of our ancestors ask us to envision the biggest possible time of liberation and create everything that we can to make that our reality today. So I hope you enjoy this song. Step back. 
looking to the future while trying to be present. Searching for the stories now of all the seeds planted. Weaving bravery, courage, love into the fabric. Are they taking eerie silence? I can't understand it. If I had all the pieces and the knowledge, I'd take a big step back to acknowledge. The healers, the prayers, the lovers, the callers, the dreamers, the migrants, the freedom fighters growing point of view no label no slogan no party no skin color and indeed no religion is more important than the human being hi there i'm marla lewis and my song is called leap of faith i wrote it with nancy schimmel who is also a renowned children's singer songwriter We wrote about a little girl who was quiet and timid and never spoke up until one day in the playground, she saw this big kid hitting a smaller child one time too many. And then she came out of her shell and amazing things happened. Was timid, faith was shy. If you said boo, it made her cry. She played mostly by herself, hid her drawings on a shelf. Faith would never raise her hand. No one dreamed she'd take a stand. Then one day in the school playground, a bully pushed a small kid down. Faith jumped up, yelled, Cut that out! Leave that kid alone right now! All the children round and cheer faith with this joyful sound. Jumping Jiminy little girl, shouting out around the world. Jumping Jiminy, lead the way. You got to take a leap of faith. The bully stopped dead in his tracks. The kids just stared and he stared back. Then he turned and walked away. A miracle took place that day. Timid Faith was scared no more. The cheers rang louder than before. Jumping Jiminy, you go girl. Shouting out around the world. Jumping Jiminy, lead the way. You got to take a leap of faith. Wanna make a difference? world think about that little girl she wasn't brave she wasn't tough till one day when she'd had enough you see still waters run real deep so when it's time you take your leap jumping jimmy boys and girls shouting
Hi, this is Sharon Katz from The Peace Train. I'd like to tell you about my song, The Time is Right Today. This is an anthem for racial and social equality, featuring a 2019 collaboration that I did with Cuban musicians in Santiago de Cuba. I originally wrote the song in South Africa in 1992 as a part of the Peace Train's work on behalf of Nelson Mandela's vision. At that time, 500 children of all different races sang it together as we traveled on the Peace Train. And last year we sang it in Cuba with hundreds of children. The lyrics of the song today still reflect an urgent need all over the world. That's why it's called The Time is Right Today. I hope you enjoy the song. It's part of a new recording that I released that's entitled We Can Be the Change. So enjoy and thank you for featuring me on the show. This is Leah. One thing we have complete control over is how we live, how we treat each other, and whether we choose to bring more love and kindness into the world.
As for me and my house, you'll find us serving truth. As for me and my house, you'll find us serving truth. As for me and my house, you'll find us serving truth, truth for all right now. As for me and my house, you'll find us serving peace. As for me and my house, you'll find us serving peace. As for me and my house, you'll find us serving peace, peace for all right now. As for me and my house, you'll find us serving love. As for me and my house, you'll find us serving love. As for me and my house, you'll find us serving love, love for all right now. Let there be peace for all right now. Let's speak the truth to all right now. You've been listening to Music for the New Revolution. I'm Rodney Wittenberg. I'm David Heitler-Clevens. Music for the New Revolution is produced at Melody Vision Recording Studios in Plymouth Meeting, Pennsylvania. Music for the New Revolution is written and produced by David Heitler-Clevens and Rodney Wittenberg. And edited and co-produced by Ben Flax. You can find us at musicforthenewrevolution.com or MFTNR. Like us on Facebook and follow our Spotify playlist. And our podcasts can be found on SoundCloud and iTunes. And you can also be a patron, a supporter of our podcast on Patreon. This is Music, Music for, for the, the New, New Revolution. Revolution.